0: Welcome to the Your Dream or Mine podcast. The place to be if you dream of living a life of fulfillment, freedom, flow, and most importantly, fun. I'm Laura Cruz, the Dream Transition Mentor, the creator of the unique six-step dream transition method, which will take you from idle daydream to transitioning into your wildly successful freedom-based business. Listen to inspirational stories from women who have been brave enough take the leap from corporate and now live the life they've always dreamed of, women like you and me. They did it, I did it, and you can too. Grab a cuppa, find a cosy spot, then sit back and enjoy the episode. Hello, welcome to the Your Dream or Wine podcast. This is episode 110. How are you doing, my fellow dreamer? How's life going for you? This episode will be going out on the um, 10th of February, I think. So how's life treating you? Are you glad that January is a thing of the past and we're now in February? I hope you are. I want to talk to you today about how you can lift yourself up when you are feeling a bit flat or a bit low or perhaps a bit sad or a bit unhappy or something like that maybe a bit low in confidence now i always say this on my podcast i always caveat i'm not a i'm not giving any medical advice and i'm not a therapist or anything like that so when i talk about recommendations it's it's just from my own experience but Really wanted to share something with you that kind of happened to me um, last weekend and just share what the impact was. So. I. um, I've been having lots of issues with my tummy for years, and I mean, like five years, lots and lots of issues. And I've talked before on the podcast about how I have been on a medical odyssey to try and work out what's been wrong with me. Like, why do I feel like I do? Why have I always got tummy ache? Why do I just feel so tired? Why have I always got backache, tummy ache, pains in my legs? What is it? And I've been down lots of different medical avenues and I've never really got to the bottom of what was actually going on with me. And if you are listening to this and you've never experienced any problems with your tummy, it's really hard to explain what the what the impact of that is I haven't been ill but I've also not been myself so it's just been dominating my life for years and it's ridiculous it kind of changed who I was as a person so basically I kind of came to a a, a conclusion with a um with a consultant in January that actually probably the answer didn't lie in conventional medicine the answer was something different so I started exploring intolerances and whether it's a food intolerance that I've got that has led me to have all these problems. Bear with, because there's a reason I'm telling you this. Anyway, so I I paid for this test and had this test and it came back and it said that I was, um, well, it said I was massively intolerant to papaya, which isn't something I've eaten. I've probably eaten it twice in my life. I don't like it. But I also came back that I'm intolerant to some extent to cow's milk. And that was really interesting because initially I was a bit disappointed because I thought, well, I'm, I, uh, I don't really, I don't drink, I wouldn't drink a glass of milk, don't really have much milk, but actually cow's milk is in everything. So once I started looking at it and really thinking about it, I realized that actually I could see a pattern. I'd never been able to work out what the thing was that made me have tummy ache. You know, most people would say, oh, it's, it's gluten, it's wheat, it's something like that bread couldn't work it out anyway it's cow's milk so i cut it out just to see if that was the um that was the cause so i started cutting it out and i felt absolutely horrendous i felt really low really flat i felt really tearful I felt physically unwell. Now, I'm not saying all of this is down to cutting out cow's milk. I'm just saying it was probably a perfect storm where a lot of things were happening at once. And I just felt terrible. So I was definitely feeling a little bit on the low side because I was overreacting to things, overthinking, getting a bit tearful, you know, starting to doubt myself. You know, all these things that we go through in phases. And I share this with you because... If you read my posts and you think that I'm positive all the time and that nothing phases me and I don't get upset, you'd be very wrong. Do a lot of crying. So I, I, you know, I was I was already feeling a little bit under par anyway, but I didn't really realise until I kind of crashed down and felt terrible. I was cleaning the bathroom and I just couldn't stop crying. I just literally could not stop crying, and I was thinking God, Laura, what on earth is wrong with you? Anyway, so I finished cleaning the bathroom, went back to bed. And about an hour later, my husband came up and said, what are you doing? And I said, oh, I don't feel very well. And I stayed in bed, just stayed in bed all day on the Sunday. And then I woke up on the Monday morning and I thought, I can't do any work today. So I had to move the stuff that I had planned in. I didn't feel well in myself as well, but I felt really, really flat. So I lazed around and obviously, you know, if you... If you kind of lie in bed or whatever, there's a I can do that to a certain for a certain amount of time, and then I've had enough and I thought, what can I do to make myself feel better? What can I do to lift myself up now again, this isn't I'm not depressed; this is a temporary mood shift. Do you see what I mean so if you're depressed, I'm not suggesting that these things would lift you up, but they might help a little bit, but they're not gonna pull you out of that depression necessarily. But I thought, what can I do to lift myself up when I'm feeling so literally pathetic? I felt really pathetic. I came down like on the next day on the like lunchtime to have something to eat and I just looked to write stay. I was in my dressing gown. And I said to my husband, I'm sorry that I'm so pathetic. And then I started crying again. And he said, You're not pathetic. And then he made some joke about about it and we just laughed. And I thought, you know, he's really amazingly supportive. But I've got to pull myself out of this myself. It's not for somebody else to, you know, bring me a a dairy free cake or um, he'd been to he'd been to Tesco's and bought loads of dairy free stuff. So I had a bit of choice because at the beginning I didn't know what to eat. So it wasn't that I was um, I couldn't rely on somebody else to go, go on, chin up, perk up. You'll be all right. I thought, what can I do to make myself feel better? The first thing I decided to do was put a stop to lying in bed. So. There is something about working for yourself, which means you don't have to do stuff if you don't want to, which is a blessing and a curse in equal measure. So if you don't feel like doing stuff, you can move stuff. But if you move stuff all the time, you won't get earn any money. You, do you see what I mean? You won't build your business. So it's a bit of a balance. So I'd laid in bed all the Sunday. i kind of had a sick day on the Monday and I said, right, no more. Gotta get up tomorrow and get back to work, get busy, do all you know, I was doing a little bit of work from my phone, but you've got to get back to back and focused into work and you know crack on. And there's something about being busy which is really helpful, not all the time, but when you're busy and you don't have time to think, it is a good distraction. So the first thing I was like, right, I've decided after I'm gonna have two days of feeling a bit sorry for myself, and then I've got to do something different. So I'm gonna get up tomorrow going to be different okay so that was the first thing the second thing I thought I actually think because there was other stuff that was upsetting me I thought this is bigger than me right now and yes I can talk to friends and I've got wonderfully supportive friends but actually I need to speak to a professional so I was fortunate to be able to get a session with um a therapist that I've worked with before. I've interviewed her for my podcast. She's amazing. So I had a session with her on the evening and there is something really powerful. If you've never spoken to a professional about when stuff is really overwhelming you, there is something really powerful about somebody kind of breaking down what's going on with you. So a lot of the things that were worrying me were were fears around visibility around my book, which I'm so excited about my book coming out, but I'm also a bit scared and a bit scared about what that will mean. And I've just got myself in a bit of a knot and the, my therapist, she's amazing. She breaks stuff down a bit like as a coach would, I'm not comparing the two, but in the same, the same way that a coach would break it down. So I was saying, oh, I'm really scared about what people will say about the book. And she's going, what people, what people, well, who, and where are they going to say it? And on what platform? And, but you're not on that platform. So why does it make a difference if they say it? And we just worked through all of these things that were really bothering me. And I realized that I just got myself in a real tears and a real state about pretty much nothing. Um, And there's some other stuff that we talked through, but that was so powerful. I spent quite a lot of the session crying, but when I finished the session, I felt like I'd had a weight lifted off my shoulders. Now, therapy won't be for everybody, um, either out of choice or financial reasons or whatever. But if you have something which is too big for you to deal with and you don't want to talk to family or friends about it, I would absolutely recommend that you look at that because it's so powerful so had so you know I've decided right two days of wallowing then I'm going to um, have a therapy session which was brilliant I was still upset about stuff after but I could talk about it more rationally um, I did some baking now obviously this wouldn't apply to everybody but I find the process of baking really um therapeutic is a strong word, but really reassuring maybe is the word because there's something about following a recipe and following the exact ingredients. When I cook, I very, very rarely follow a recipe, but obviously when you bake, you have to. So there's something really reassuring about assembling basic ingredients and then creating something delicious. So because I can't have, um, dairy at the moment, I may be able to go back to it, but I really wanted some cake and of course bought cakes, uh, you know, anything that you buy would have dairy in it. So I made a dairy free banana and choc chip cake, found some dairy um, like butter and some dairy free butter and dairy free chocolate. So I made a cake and that made me feel so good. I haven't baked anything since before Christmas because we had all the Christmas goodies left. So that made me feel really good. I also did reach out to a few friends who understand the stuff that's been going on with me over the last couple of years, who understand the enormity of of some of the things I've been kind of working through, who were really, really supportive and loving about how I was feeling um this was remember this isn't just about cutting out dairy because that isn't that upsetting um but i reached out to these friends and then actually the next day my friend took me out for a coffee and i was like i'm not going to cry and then i did have a bit of a weep about what what i was feeling but she's a really supportive brilliant friend who listens and understands and i just was able to get it out and i felt much better after that and then something really interesting happened my daughter is doing psychology a level and she told me that dairy has serotonin in it. Serotonin is what affects your mood. And she said that they had been studying it and they said that, uh, you know, there is serotonin in dairy. So she said the fact that you've cut it all out completely, like gone cold turkey, perhaps that's why you had this kind of sudden crash down where you didn't feel great in yourself because you, um, you know, you went from all to nothing kind of thing. So maybe that's why you were feeling that way. And I found that quite reassuring because I think it was almost an explanation as to why I'd suddenly felt a bit, a bit flat and a bit sad. But the other thing I did was be like kind to myself. It's very easy to to just say, oh, you know, stop feeling so, you know, stop being so miserable, just get on with it you know there's no reason why you feel like that come on you've just stopped eating dairy and all these other things that you're worrying about they they're nothing to worry about just get on with it but i just didn't i just couldn't and because i kept crying there's no point i couldn't do a client session because i just wasn't i couldn't give myself to my client i just couldn't because i was just really in a bit of a, a bit of a hole so be kind i was kind to myself and said it's okay It's okay for me to have these couple of days, but then it's not okay for me to have any more. So for me, there's a balance of um, being kind to yourself and allowing yourself the time for something, but then saying, come on, you've got to get back to some sort of normality. It serves us no, it's no good for us. It serves no purpose if we just... Wallow's is a strong word, but wallow in our feelings and just kind of sit in those feelings all the time without trying to feel better. Does that make sense? So if you have the capability in you to say, OK, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to push on with this. I'm going to try and feel better. Then I would encourage that. And, you know, the other things exercise. So I definitely feel better for getting into my regular exercise since the new year. Was one of those sados that joined the gym on New Year's Day and was in there chomping at the bit because I wasn't hung over to do a workout. So exercise has made me feel better. Taking control of my diet has made me feel better. I don't necessarily want to lose weight, but I want to feel better in myself. If I lost weight, that's a bonus. But I don't nec- that's not my main aim. I want to feel better in myself. So taking control of my diet and exercise has been really beneficial. And do you know what? Taking control of a situation full stop is bound to make you feel better. So often when things start to go wrong and we feel negative and sad and and, and hopeless and unhappy, we think, oh, I can't change this situation. This is happening to me. If you... Can try and wrestle the control back to you, try and bring it back to you so that you can be in charge of what's happening, even if bad stuff is still happening, but take charge of the bits that you can take charge of. That will undoubtedly improve your mood if you suddenly think that you're back in the driving seat rather than you being a passenger and somebody else deciding where that car or that journey is going to take you. You decide where you're going to you decide the destination you choose get back in the driving seat and there are other things that i would do i love a bath a midday bath because i can because i was feeling a bit sorry for myself read a good book watch something on netflix doesn't matter but decide decide to do something to lift yourself up when you feel like that But also allow yourself to feel a bit sad when you feel it. I know that sounds like I'm talking those things are at odds with each other, but they're really not. It's about being kind. It's about recognising that it's okay to feel the way that you do. It's about recognising that you can get back to a really positive state of mind, a positive feeling, an energy. Because I felt like really like depleted of energy. I had no no will to do anything. But a lot of that is about my mind because I just wasn't feeling it. There are so many ways that you can lift yourself up when things are not going your way or you're feeling sad or unhappy. The things that I've said may not work for you and that's fine. But find the ways that you can lift yourself up. Find the small things, the tips, the tools, the, the tricks, the, you know, Whatever it is, find out what makes you feel good and ultimately remind yourself that, you know, what's that famous saying? This too shall pass. Whatever's going on, it's a temporary thing. It is a temporary thing. So if you are listening to this and you're feeling pretty sad, pretty flat, pretty hopeless, and you don't think you can change stuff, that feeling will pass. But you can help yourself to get past that feeling By finding out how to lift yourself up and taking action, take control, take positive steps, do something for you, push out all the noise of everybody else, lift yourself up, and you will feel so much better as a result. Now, before I go, I've got a couple of things that are going to lift you up, which I can help you with. So, of course, you're listening to this podcast, which I hope lifts you up. And if you have enjoyed listening to it, then I would really appreciate if you could leave a review. A five star one would be amazing and subscribe because this helps other listeners to find the podcast much more easily. If you are building your business or you're in the you want to build a business and you're stuck and you need a complete change of scenery from your current situation then you should come and join the dream life business retreat it's the 12th to the 14th of may in the uk um there are spaces available i will pop the link into the show notes it is going to be the most epic weekend of goal setting planning strategizing and feeling amazing about all that you're going to achieve for the second half of the year And the final thing is my book, which the thing was worrying me, but also excites me. The excitement's now outweighing the the fear. Um, Register to hear more about my book. It launches on the 30th of March, but I'm going to be talking about it a lot in the coming weeks. If you buy the book on the 30th, on the day it launches, you can be in with the chance of winning an afternoon, a dream focused afternoon in London with me. Wouldn't you like to win that so lots of different things that you could do. Oh, and of course, you can always join the Dream Life Academy. The doors are open to you. Have the best week. Let me know if this has helped you to work out how you can lift yourself up. I really hope it has. I'll see you next time, my fellow dreamer. You have been listening to the Your Dream or Mind podcast with Laura Cruz. If you enjoyed it could you do me a favor please leave a review and subscribe this helps other listeners to find the podcast much more easily if you're ready to create the confident mindset you'll need to start your transition into your own dream life then come on over to the dream life academy a mindset coaching program and community all in one it's absolutely the best place to be amongst other brilliant women who are creating and living their own dream lives and businesses. See you next time, my fellow dreamer.